Hi, this is Valerie Silvera, and today I'm going to give you three tips that are going to help you to manage disappointment. That is probably the number one biggest frustration that we have in relationships, and it is disappointment. Because we set certain expectations, and often people do not meet those expectations. And so rather than us continue to be frustrated and even angry and have these relationships not being as satisfying as they could be, it's time that you learn some strategies, some tips to help you to manage disappointment. The key, by the way, to managing disappointment is to manage expectations. That's what it's all about. That's why we get disappointed, because we have certain expectations that are unmet. And it really does cause so much stress and strife in all of our relationships, because for the most part, people are rarely going to meet or exceed our expectations. Now, that's not to say that you should lower them so you don't have any expectations. That would be unhealthy as well. But you can definitely learn to manage them. And this is, I'm telling you, going to probably improve your relationships more than just about anything else. So this is well worth your time to spend the next few minutes getting these tips to help you do just that. Here is my first tip. Are they realistic? So this is what you want to do with each of these relationships that you are finding frustrating, that you are continually being disappointed by. Ask yourself this, are your expectations, because there are usually more than one, are your expectations realistic? There are two things you want to look at when you're considering whether or not these expectations are realistic. First of all, are they realistic based on the relationship? The relationship that you have with this person, the strength of the relationship, the longevity of the relationship, and the type of relationships. One thing that people do that causes a lot of frustration is they expect somebody who's more of an acquaintance to act like a friend. Have you ever done that? You have placed an unrealistic expectation on somebody to act like a foxhole friend, maybe to really be there for you when the times are tough, to check in on you, to be supportive, to be in that foxhole with you. That's a foxhole friend. But if this person is more of an acquaintance or a casual friend, then that is placing an unrealistic expectation on the person and the relationship. And it is definitely going to result in frustration and it's going to wind up having you feeling disappointed. It will happen every single time if your expectations are too high. So we're going to talk on the next two tips about high and low expectations. But another thing I wanted you to think about, not only can we place unrealistic expectations on a person based on the type of relationship, we can also do it based on where they are in their life. Because things change, situations occur, hardships come upon us. And so based on where somebody is in their life, in their journey, are your expectations of them realistic? Maybe they're going through a really hard time. And so you have to give them a break while they're going through this. They're not going to be able to meet the expectations 
that they once did and hopefully they will again. But are they realistic based on where they are right now? I can give you a great example from my own life with my daughter, Jamie, who lived with an addiction beast for 15 of her 30 years. And for many of those years, I placed unrealistic expectations on her based on where she was in her life, not based on the relationship. If I had placed those same expectations on her and she wasn't in addiction, then those would be realistic expectations. I would expect her to show up for a family gathering. I would expect that I could count on her for certain things. I would expect that she would acknowledge my birthday and Mother's Day and Christmas. I would expect that she would return a phone call. Those are all realistic expectations of a daughter in a daughter-mother relationship. However, when the daughter is living with an addiction beast, all bets are off. It is no longer a relationship with a mother and a daughter. It's a relationship between a mother and the daughter's beast. And so I frustrated the heck out of myself. It caused me to be angry. It caused me all sorts of unnecessary stress because I had unrealistic expectations. Now, to be fair, of course I was disappointed. She's my daughter. But all of that aside, my heart was broken and... I can't even begin to tell you the emotions that go with that kind of a, a journey, but adding to it, my unrealistic expectations did not help the relationship one single bit. So that's the first tip. Take a look at your relationships, the ones that you are disappointed by or have a certain amount of disappointment in and consider whether or not your current expectations are realistic based on the type of relationship and based on where that other person is, what's going on in their life. Tip number two, are your expectations too high? Now, of course, this is the biggest source of disappointment with regard to expectations, of course, expectations being too high. And now there are two things that you wanna do in looking at this. Do you have unrealistic expectations of people in general? Is that something that you tend to do? Maybe you are a bit of a control freak, by the way, if you follow my nine actions, that is action number seven, stop being a control freak. That would be a great place for you to focus. Are your expectations of other people unrealistically high? And what you might do is you might be saying, well, you know, they're not because I put the same expectations on myself. I've been there and I've heard a lot of people say that too. Well, you know, I don't put expectations on anybody else that I wouldn't place on myself. However, you might be a high achiever. You might be somebody with a very high degree of integrity. You might be somebody who has a very high set of values. And, and all of those are fantastic. And I, I really believe that I do, but not everybody is like us. Not everybody has those same values. Not, not everybody thinks in the same way that we do. So it's very important that we make sure that we're not placing our expectations on other people. Now, if they are realistic for the relationship, like we talked about in the last tip, then maybe that person does need to rise to the occasion. And then you have to figure out what you can do about that. If that person does need to rise to the occasion, 
And then that you're going to have to make some tough decisions and have some discussions and figure out what you're going to do about that relationship because remaining frustrated and disappointed all the time is no way to live. It's certainly not a healthy relationship. The other thing to look at with regard to high expectations is are they too high based on the relationship? Kind of going back to that first tip, are they too high? Are you expecting, as I mentioned in the first tip, somebody to be there for you at a level where that is really not the kind of relationship that you have, or the person isn't wired like that? And that's what I used to do to my husband when I was walking out that, that journey with my daughter and her addiction, is I wanted him to come in and just hold me and just be there for me. He's not wired like that. He's not an overly affectionately demonstrative person. He is also a fixer. He thinks more in his head, spends less time in the heart area, although he's changed a lot, I will say, over the last several years. But me expecting him to act in a way that he hadn't in the first 10 years of life was ridiculous. I was placing too high of an expectation on him. I wanted him to be intuitive because I didn't want to be a victim. I didn't spend a lot of time voicing how I was feeling, how desperate I was, how depressed I was. I just wanted him to figure it out, even though I was pretending everything was okay. Talk about an unrealistic expectation. Are you doing that to somebody? Expecting them to read your mind or to be like you are or to be different than the way that they are? Be mindful of that. So that is the second tip. Take a look at your relationships and figure out if you are placing unrealistically high expectations on them. My third tip has to do with expectations being too low. Now, at first glance, you might think to yourself, how can low expectations leave me disappointed? After all, didn't I lower my expectations so that I could avoid that disappointment? because that is what we do, right? We become so disappointed by somebody that we lower our expectations of them. Or we've been disappointed by somebody in a similar relationship in the past, and so we place those unrealistically low expectations on this particular relationship. Let me tell you why it is that a tip like taking a look at your low expectations could help with managing disappointment. It's because if you have placed ridiculously low expectations on a relationship, then you're already disappointed. You might think that you're not disappointed. After all, you removed expectations, leaving yourself with no way to be disappointed, right? Not true. You're already disappointed. What we do when we place these ridiculously low expectations on a relationship is we are masking over our true feelings our real disappointment. It could be you've done this so long that you're actually in a relationship that is so unhealthy that it, it's abusive mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. If that's the case, you need to get up and walk away because that is not doing you any favors and it's not even doing the other person any favors. When we're enabling somebody, allowing them to remain in behavior that's not healthy for you or even for them, what are we doing? That's not helping anybody. So when we're when we have to look at disappointment, we have to figure out whether we have to make some really tough decisions. 
those decisions might scare the heck out of you. This is why I teach courageous living. Most of the things that are worth having, doing, or being will take courage. We're going to have to face some fears and some uncomfortable situations. But if your expectations are ridiculously low, unrealistically low, then the relationship is not supportive. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for either one of you. We were put on this earth to be in relationship with people. And those relationships should lift us higher. They should make us better. They should make us feel better. They should push us to go higher and become all that we were meant to be. And if those relationships are not doing that, we might have to take a hard look at whether we should even be in the relationship in the first place. Now, some of these relationships that you are in are not ones that you have chosen to be in. They're those that have, have been thrown at you and you don't really have much of a choice. If you do, you better take a look at it. If not, it could be a boss or a coworker. And in that case, you're just going to have to dig deep. You're going to have to use some of my other actions and some of my other tools to not allow things to bother you so much if there's really nothing you can do about it. But in any case, no matter the relationship, you can use these three tips to manage expectations, which will help you to manage disappointment. Now, the last thing I want to say on this is that we all should have expectations of our relationships. It's not that you should look at one of your relationships and say, oh, wow, that's way too high. I'm just going to lower it and settle. I want you to be realistic with it. Is that a realistic expectation based on the relationship, based on where this person is in their life, based on how long you've been in the relationship? Take all of the factors into consideration and determine whether or not you are being realistic. And then if you are, and the person is just not meeting your expectations, then you're down on, on the tip number three, where you've got to look at low expectations and what to do about it. If your expectations are just too high, then adjust them, manage them. I'm telling you, this will help you to avoid more frustration than many, many things in your life and will certainly improve the quality of your relationships. So use those three tips to help you manage your expectations, which will reduce your disappointment that you feel in relationships. Until the next time, I want you to remember that your story matters, so live it courageously. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you. Have an awesome day.